Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Crypto Chats. Um, today I've got a really cool one for you guys, actually. I'm very excited about this episode. Um, I have my, you know, schedule that I plan out and, you know, with what episodes I'm going to do and when, and I shifted my schedule all around so I could do this one. Um, just cause you know, sometimes when you're, when you're doing some research, when you're looking into stories and stuff, you find something that just kind of hops out at you, um, that just kind of piques your interest a little bit more than, than what you were originally planning on doing. And that's kind of what happened with this story. Um, so I wanted to kind of bring it to you guys a little faster, a little sooner. Um, so today we're going to talk about the Missouri monster, AKA Momo, um, I, I know a lot of people have heard of Momo. Um, he's one of the one of the big dogs in the Sasquatch world for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, some people haven't. I I had heard of Momo, just not a lot of the um, you know details and in, in the story of Momo. Um, so this one was this one was fun for me. So uh, without further ado, let's get into it. So in July of 1972. Joan Mills and Mary Ryan were out for a walk along the Mississippi River when they spotted something that would soon be a regularly occurring sight for the people of Missouri. Standing at around seven feet tall, with long, shaggy, dark hair covering its face and eyes, and with a stench that could be smelled from miles away, the Missouri monster, or Momo, had started to make its presence known. The most popular and well-known reported sighting of Momo was on July 11, 1972, when it was sighted by three young children in the early afternoon. Terry and Wally Harrison were playing in their backyard on the outskirts of Louisiana, Missouri, when they saw a large, bipedal creature watching them. The boys screamed, and that alerted their older sister, Doris Harrison, who then looked out the window to see the same creature that had startled them. She described it as a, quote, massive, dark-haired, man-like creature and having a pumpkin-shaped head and large, glowing orange eyes, and that it appeared to be holding a dead dog, which is a weird detail that there's no follow-up on. <laughs> Later that same night, a farmer only a few miles away reported some odd lights in the woods, followed by some growling and the stench that had started to become associated with Momo sightings. Edgar Harrison, a father of Terry, Wally, and Doris, went on to be interviewed for the local newspaper, in which he said that himself and at least 50 other people had heard the creature um, in the weeks following the initial in, um, encounter. Uh, they always heard it from the tree line, grunting and crying as if it needed help, um, and they always heard it during their weekly church meetings. And a direct quote from Edgar Harrison, it sounded like a gorilla. That's what it is, a Bigfoot. I heard they've got one in California and up in Canada. Another sighting that occurred in 1972 detailed an encounter with two young teens that were having a picnic, and when they spotted the creature along the tree line, they locked themselves in the car while the creature ate the remains of their picnic before running back into the woods. I want to stop and just like touch on that particular sighting for a moment um, before we get into some of the other ones because a lot of the initial um, Momo sightings were written off as sightings of bears um, as I feel like we see with most Sasquatch sightings. Um, most Bigfoot-like creatures do originally get kind of written off as being a bear, being um, 
a, you know, a moose, things like that, bigger wildlife um, that is common to be hanging around. Um, and this particular sighting uh, with the teens having the picnic was one of the ones that like really, really sold the general public on the possibility of this creature being a bear, um, especially when you look at like its behavior. Um, in regards to eating their food. Um, if I remember correctly, it was said that they had peanut butter sandwiches, uh, which, you know, seems seems like the perfect snack for a bear, um, but not doesn't usually seem as likely uh, for something like a Sasquatch to be to be going out of its way to kind of get its hands on. Um, and also, at least to my knowledge, like I'm I'm nowhere near um, familiar with every single type of Sasquatch or Bigfoot creature that has ever existed or will ever exist. Um, but I don't see a lot of stories. I don't know of a lot of stories um, of Sasquatches stealing people food. Uh, I definitely have heard a lot of stories of them moving trash cans, um, rummaging through trash cans. I'm not really sure if it's for food uh, or, you know, whatever, but I, that's another part of it that's really interesting to me. Um, I feel like you guys know where I stand on the bear theory. Uh, usually, like, yeah, some of these sightings of these things can be um, kind of, you know, written off as bears, and, and there's some truth to that, but uh, every single thing being a bear doesn't um, doesn't add up to me. But this is, this is one particular um, instance where I, I could see this one just maybe being a bear. Um, and, you know, with this panic that's kind of going around of like, hey, we're all seeing this like really weird creature. Um, it'd be, you know, kind of easy to be like, hey, we saw it too. It ate our food uh, when it could have very well just been a bear. All right, now back to the story. Um, one of the witnesses who reported to see Momo was none other than a longtime resident, chief of the town's fire department, and also a city council member, Richard Allen Murray. He reported that he was driving along Town Branch, a small creek that runs through the town of Louisiana, Missouri, around 11 p.m. when he spotted the creature along the tree line of a nearby small hill next to the road. As Murray turned the corner, his headlights hit the small hill, illuminating the creature that had been hiding in the shadows from about 20 feet away. He got a brief look at the creature, but described it as tall and covered with dark, shaggy hair standing upright, taller than a bear could have been. The creature darted away very quickly and Murray went on his way. Um, so again, you know, the bear gets brought up. I, I, that one is another one that I think could potentially be a bear, you know, especially when we've got things that are on the distance, um, it, it can distort our, our um, perspe perspective, excuse me, of height and um, distance when it's that far away from you. So like, you know, looking at this thing from 20 feet away in the middle of the night uh, through your headlights and, and saying, hey, you know, uh, that's definitely taller than a bear. It's like, who's to say? Who really knows? Um, he didn't see or say that he saw anything to kind of like compare it to, um, you know, because I know a lot of, we, we all see uh, those really detailed sightings where, you know, people are like, oh, it was next to a basketball hoop and it, you know, it hit about here and it was this far away from it, um, all that good stuff. Uh, that is kind of missing in this moment um, where we don't really have anything to compare the creature's height to. Um, but you know what, again, could 
could be one of those things where maybe this man was like, he saw something in the woods, he didn't really know what it was, and kind of just um, was like, oh, well, you know, everyone's seeing this creature, so maybe it was that. Uh, but also, he didn't really specify whether or not he thought it was the creature, so who really knows, you know? Um, I certainly don't, and you guys know, you know me, I like to believe that everything is is something weird and crazy, because that's how my brain works, but um, yeah, who's to say? Anyway, moving on. Word of the encounters started to spread past the borders of Missouri, and people from the opposite side of the Mississippi River started to come forward with reports of their own, which I think is very interesting. You have to kind of think that if people on, you know, one side of the Mississippi River are seeing this creature so regularly that you, that, you know, the people who live just across the river on the other side can probably also see that creature, um, not as up close, not as personal, but definitely still see it from across the river and still see something. Um, or maybe Momo's an excellent swimmer and that's why he's so stinky. Um, so he's covered in river water all the time and it dries weird. Um, and maybe he's hanging out on that side, or maybe there's 17 Momos, or, you know, whatever. Anyway, eventually the story became a nationwide tale, and people from all over came to Louisiana, Missouri, to try their hand at finding this monster. The largest monster hunting posse that was formed for this particular creature was 20 people, who headed out hopeful to find the creature itself, but would have no such luck and come back empty-handed. The only piece of evidence that was ever found to confirm the existence of this creature was a single footprint track found in a riverbank. The track was sent off to Lawrence Curtis, director of the Oklahoma City Zoo, who deemed it to be an unknown species of primate, which I think is really interesting. I feel like that happens a lot when we have Bigfoot-like creatures, when we find these tracks. Um, a lot of times they do just kind of get put into that unknown primate category, but that's really cool when you think about it. Like, that's really neat. Um, so, you know, we've got this category of, of primate creatures that we don't know, uh, that we've, we haven't officially recognized by science, we haven't figured out what they are, whatever the case. Um, but we're finding all these tracks from all of these unknown primate animals, enough that we have a, a separate category for it. Like, that's really, really cool. And it, it lends some credibility to, um, you know, the existence of the Sasquatch. So that's what we're all here for, what we're all trying to trying to figure out. Um, and then unfortunately, after this, sightings of Momo died down to almost nothing. Um, and nobody got any solid answers, as is usually the case. Uh, I just think it's really interesting that Momo was like vibing around for quite a bit and then just stopped. Um, I also wanted to touch on the monster hunting posse as well. Um, in general, I feel like that is something we need to bring back. I don't know, I feel like a lot of you might agree with me, but I do truthfully think that we need to bring back monster hunting posses. And what I mean by that is that I need to meet up with like 20 other people, to, or you know, maybe, maybe a little bit less, 20 might be a little bit excessive, especially in uh, this COVID time, maybe like, maybe like 10 of us. Maybe like 10 other people, you guys want to get together, we can go meet up somewhere where people are seeing something weird. We got some slingshots, uh, maybe a wooden shield, um, you know, whatever else we can possibly uh, come up with to protect ourselves in a, in a very, um, I guess, like kid-like way. Because I'm not trying to be a real adult about this. I don't know about you guys, but I do not want to come in um, with guns and knives. I'm trying to 
I'm trying to, you know, slingshot rocks at whatever we find. Anyway, uh, I think we should bring that back. So if anyone wants to, feel free to message me. Uh, we're going to meet somewhere random, um, probably in the middle of the woods, and we're going to go find a monster. Um, if that sounds like something you want to do, please DM me on Instagram, and I will add you to a list of people who would willingly uh, slingshot rocks at monsters with me. Thank you. Um, so yeah. Momo is super interesting. I really like that there are some very, very detailed encounters with this creature. Um, I do wish there were some more answers, though. Specifically on things like we've got Momo seen holding a dead dog. What the fuck's up with that? Uh, no, no further answers, no further comments on that. You know, it doesn't appear that they ever found the, the body of the dog. They don't really know what happened to it. It could have been dead already. Momo could have killed it. I don't really know. And I wish I had an answer on that. Um, especially because then, you know, we've got that sighting where the teenagers say that Momo ate their peanut butter sandwiches. Um, so it's, it's, uh, you know, lots of coincidences, I guess, that don't really add up to be anything. Um, it's kind of a, a bummer to me. Um, but yeah, Momo, definitely a Bigfoot. I wish that there had been more Momo sightings, to be honest. I wish maybe, um, maybe we'll see Momo will come back or maybe Momo has, um, migrated to somewhere else. Maybe the, the Mississippi river just ain't doing it for him anymore. I don't know. Anyway, I really like this case. I had a very good time, uh, doing this research and I hope that you guys also enjoyed this because, um, Though it has not been my longest episode ever, it I feel like it's been pretty, pretty, pretty jam-packed full of, of information. Um, yeah, so I will definitely have another episode for you guys next week. I hope you enjoyed this one, because um, I certainly enjoyed bringing it to you. Um, so I will see you guys next time. And again, if you would like to join my monster hunting posse, please message me on Instagram. Thank you so much. See you guys next time. Bye!